Hey guys, welcome back to the 501st Com Chatter. As always, me and Will are here today. And yeah, we've got a lot to talk about. <laughs> yes, we have uh, a lot of good and a lot of bad to talk about as well. Um, emotionals, emotions are going to be very high, I think, with this episode, I'm afraid. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think that's the best way of describing it. Um, and obviously we're hoping you guys get involved as well, because thanks to Royal Farm Boy, we can actually show our chats <laughs> on the screen now, which we didn't know about. So, And uh, another little shout out to Royal for tagging a load of people to try and come and watch us, guys. So if you're one of those, thank you. And again, thank you, Royal. <laughs> yeah, I mean... First thing, sir. First, in a week's time, we will be down close to Star Wars Celebration. Woo-hoo. We're going to be meeting Emily, meeting up with Emily on Thursday night, the week today. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're looking forward to seeing her there. Yeah, I think we we're looking at about how literally like half in a week's half an hour time, mate. <laughs> about that. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully I'll be close to the. To the place by that now. <laughs> I would have thought so. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, uh, I can do some speed. I'll do some speeding without breaking the law. <laughs> Not getting caught. Get that. Get that hyperspace engine on. <laughs> Punch it, Chewy. <laughs> um. Right. So I guess we'll start with some news. Um, yeah. You wanted to talk. We was obviously talking about this before we. Went on air, but then realised we're close to time, so Will's gonna take it away. Um, yeah. Now, if you, I'm just gonna say this now. If you work for this company, I'm not mad at you, but I'm mad at the company you work for. Okay. Uh, basically, um, Royal Mail have lost my celebration tickets and my merch, which was lanyards and t-shirt. <laughs> So basically, uh, I had an email last Thursday saying my order had been shipped uh, via Royal Mail First Class, signed for, uh, last Tuesday, right? Still hasn't arrived. So uh, I have a tracking number. So I've tried the tracking number. And it basically says uh, we will give we can't give you an un- we can't give you an update uh, until we have attempted to deliver your items. So I called the sorting office, and they were like, "Well, we haven't got it. Uh, you're gonna have to contact Star Wars Celebration." I was like, huh. "So I finished work, called Celebration, and they." said to me that because Royal Mail have provided a tracking number uh, and our systems are correct, they have, in fact, collected your items from us. And they've clearly lost it. So, uh, basically, what I have to do now, right, uh, when I go down to London next Thursday, because I'm getting in about two o'clock, 
I then have to go to the uh, Excel Center on the Thursday, and I'm going to be able to pick up my tickets on the Thursday. Uh, I, I spoke very detailed to this woman on the phone. I was like, are you sure I'm going to be allowed to do this? She was like, yes, you can pick them up. It's not going to be a problem. Make sure you've got your confirmation order, um, your all, all your stuff. So you can just show it to the guys. They now know that your order and your case is what's happened. So I've got to go down on the Thursday, pick up my tickets, and then I've got to go back to the same place on the Friday at Celebration and pick up my t-shirt and my lanyards, and they're going to re-posit me the shipping. So, yeah. So Royal Mail, get stuffed. <laughs> sort it out. Well, to, to be fair, I, I can't complain because... I got an email saying it's been shipped. The next day it was there, so I can't complain. <laughs> I can give it nothing but praise in my eyes. Well, you know, I was I was starting to panic a little bit because I was like, you know, I've only got business days-wise, you know, I've only got a couple more that I'm here before I actually leave to come down to London. Like, <laughs> what was I going to do? <laughs> yeah. So The thing is, you get to the point now where it, they'll, they'll probably end up showing up later on, like when you're gone, when you're already in London, it'll, it'll, it'll be delivered to your house. Yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, like I said, if you work for Royal Mail, I'm not having a go at you. I'm just having a go at the fact that you lost my celebration tickets, and I'm very annoyed. <laughs> more like, more like they've they've lost them. They've realised what they were. I went, you know what? I'm go celebration. <laughs> Yeah, I swear to God, if I see someone claiming to be me at Celebration, oh, it's going to be trouble. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that for that. Um, uh, if you guys, any of you, attempted to get a Funko booth slot yesterday, uh, probably I'm saying commiserations because none of us seem to have, no, no one seems to have got a slot. Um, yeah. <laughs> You're not getting the yeah, slot. Yeah, if, if you got a slot and there's some, if you if whoever's got a slot and they want to buy me a Funko Park for my commiserations, <laughs> then they'll be happy to. I'll, I'll happily accept it. Yeah, I'm the same. If there's a good one there, please just you know, I I will ex gladly accept a Funko. <laughs> but yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Are you excited for it, man? Yeah. It's I'm excited, but um, I don't think I'll be as excited until I get there. Because it's still, like, surreal to me at the minute. I think, for me, it's really going to hit when uh, when I finish work on Saturday. Because once I've finished work, that's me then done, like, work-wise for celebration. <laughs> so I'm going to be there. I'm going to be like, right, I can now pack. I can get all my things ready like yeah just get myself there <laughs> yeah yeah i won't pack i'll, I'll probably pack most of this weekend too fair because on thursday i'll be finishing work and having a quick shower then shooting down so i'll probably just pack in way in advance just so i don't have to deal with it <laughs> on the thursday yep 
Um, I hate pack. I hate packing as it is anyway. So, <laughs> I mean, at least it's like a good reason to pack, though, isn't it? Considering you know what, where, where we're going and what we're doing. Yeah. So hopefully, it should be it should be an easy easy trip down there. But I've had knowing London, it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> um, if, yeah. if you've not been to London. <laughs> there's a reason why people hate London and it's not even not just the transport because you can't turn around in London it's so busy I hate it I think it's one of those people like to visit but it's one of those I wouldn't I don't think I could see myself living there permanently mm. I, I, I wouldn't even say I like visiting it I'm just I only go visit when it's like when I need, when I when it's got something going on or something very <laughs> interesting, that's about it. Like I'll probably have to go to the Disney store and Lego store at some point. <laughs> uh, now, Update my passport. <laughs> now going uh, to something we mentioned last week. Um, I Rory, I you, some you. I think your vote as well might have swindled it as well, but you won the poll. Last week on Twitter. Who won the poll? We, we all know who won the poll. <laughs> my, my, my boy Crosser. Uh, but if I'd have had my vote, my vote would have been on there. <laughs> For Hunter. Maybe well, we yeah, should do another, maybe we should do bad... another one this week. Maybe do two different Bad Batch members. Yeah. And see what people but, yeah. say. Crosshair's always good. Yeah, but we can t- discuss that in the, in later <laughs> on in the episode. Uh, yeah, have you got any other news? No, I have not. Have no news. It's been quite quiet on the <laughs> Star Wars news. But obviously, we you know there's obviously. I don't know if you've seen you've seen the the celebration merch. That you can see some of it looks pretty pretty good uh i only had a brief look this morning uh and i think it was i was looking at the return of the jedi t-shirts i think but you know i'm sure there's a lot more on there yeah, there's, there's loads but the thing is they don't even take the price <laughs> so that's that's where you go then it's like 100 quid for the top <laughs> It's where they boost the prices so everyone can just spend all their money at the thing. Exactly. Um, now, before we get on to the thing, uh, I believe we can mention the panels that we have been selected for. Yeah, just a quick shout out to Emily, who I don't think she got any panels. So... I do feel sorry for you, Emily. I do feel, yeah, I agree. I do feel a bit bad. Especially when we were meant talking about how good, excited we were in the group chat. And she's like, yeah, I haven't got one yet. It's like, sorry. Yeah, sorry. I'm not going to any of them. <laughs> but, but, yeah, but I'm lucky I got three, so I'm buzzing. Yep, Rory's got three. I was only expecting one, to be fair. <laughs> Uh, I got two, and the two that I've got are the same ones as you, so that's quite cool. So we get to go to both of those together. 
We've got the Bad Batch yeah, and then, panel. Um, which... Yep, that's going to be... In, that probably probably confirmed season three. It's going to be. Gives them a rough idea, maybe. So I'll give us some sort of release. like Not release date, but some sort of time frame that it, it will be released. Yeah, there's, there's for me, that's because the I, panel I, I, after this, the way this series ended. It's going to be like season three is definitely happening. <laughs> I feel they could even they could even have filmed it for we know they could have really done it just doing some twigs and stuff <laughs> um, uh, we got villains of the sequel trilogy so we get to see uh, Gwendolyn Christie uh, Andy Serkis and Papa Palps himself Ian McDermott yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say this one of my um, priorities. This one was for the panel, yeah. but I'm interested in it. Yeah. At but the end of the day, see what happens. Ema e- e- there, so you know. At the end of the day, that's who you want to see, really, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, me, me and Amber have seen him as well, like on on a stage anyway, which is cool. So seeing him again, I won't complain. <laughs> but um, yeah, and then you got into the showcase as well, lucky devil, lucky devil. Yeah, Lucas, Lu- Lucas film showcase, which I cannot wait for. That's gonna be. It might, like I said, I've told Rory this. In my opinion, I think it's might be the best panel to go to. Yeah, I mean, like you said, there's probably some like teasers going on. Maybe obviously people have been speculating new films coming out and stuff like that. So yeah. may get like a sneak peek of um skeleton crew. Possible. Which again, like considering it's supposed to be released this year, not much has been spoken about it. So that's true. It'll be interesting. Yeah, no, I'm excited. So, yeah, I think <laughs> a lot of people are speculating um acolyte as well. Ooh, yeah, that which I'm all, all all for. Yeah, I wanna I wanna see acolyte. Uh, we, we we should just see when we we'll just see when we get there. Yep. I think I will be queuing for a pos- like queuing with a chance of possibly getting in, I might do that for showcase uh, and Ahsoka. So, because <laughs> some people got some people didn't get into the actual panel, but they got links to the stream that's going to be happening. Yeah, but that's not the same though, is it? You know, if you're especially if you're going to be there. You don't want to be stood outside the hall watching on your phone <laughs> the panel. Like, mm. just like, oh. And quite, and quite frankly, um, you probably end up seeing on TikTok anyway. <laughs> yeah. Give it a day and everyone will know what was shown at the panel. Exactly. Um, but I I'm think... looking forward to it. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good trip. I can't wait. 
Are you ready to discuss the highs and lows of this week's episodes? Yeah, let's do it. I think, start with first. I think we should start with. Uh, I think we should start with um, Mando. I think, <laughs> in terms of yeah, what we what, had. That's for what Bad I was Bats. thinking. <laughs> so, what what was your view on Mando episode? I really enjoyed it. Um, I would. Possibly again, one of my favourite Mando episodes. Um, I thought it was. I thought the story was good, all throughout the episode. I thought the action, as well, <clears throat> spot on. And then obviously we'll come to it in a minute, but there was a, a particular moment, which uh, stood out for me. But we will get into that. <laughs> Before I um, say anything about my opinion, I, I just don't get why people are so unhappy. Not unhappy, but say they're not having the same hype as the episode in season two. Because I think everyone's problem is they want it to be like, oh, it's Mando and Grogu show all the time. The show is called The Mandalorian. Doesn't necessarily mean Mando. It's the whole story of the Mandalorians this season. Like people are excited for the Mandalorians, and when it's when they get it on, they're not happy with it. It's like make make your mind up. Like I I, I like this, I like the season. I, I wouldn't even say I'm not, I I wouldn't say I can I can compare any of the seasons. Like even maybe I'll probably say season two over episode of uh, season one. Yeah. But I think they're all equal in their own way. But I think this this one's obviously interested us a bit more with the Mandalorians, which is kind of what the show's about. But because it's not Mando saving Grogu all the time, I don't think people are happy. Yeah, I mean. But the only thing I will. God. The only thing I would say was that the only thing I'm disappointed in is we're not getting enough action with the dark saber. <laughs> Okay. Like we're seeing it once this season, but that's that's just my only thing. I'd like to see that's over more. Well, it's a fair, you know, it's a fair point. Um, in my opinion, each season has been getting better than the last. Like season one was a good, really good introduction into like, oh, okay, this is, uh, you know, this is. This is a cool new project, a new way of where they're going with Star Wars. And then for me, season two, it was got it was better than the first because it had. Uh, I know a lot of people don't overly like this, but it was like it had a lot more nostalgia to it. You know, so um, personally, I was like, you know, season two was better than season one because of the nostalgia stuff with it whereas season three has been better because it's focused more on the actual mandalorian story with uh uh mandalore bow uh bringing the mandalorians back together so for me it's like 
you're expanding on the story, but you're getting so much, uh, you know. I, I love it. Season three is my favourite season. This episode was, again, right up there. It was an awesome one. Like, I, I, this episode, like, my dad, my dad said as well, like, it's, it's a lot of, like, it sounds silly, but a lot of Star Wars in, in this episode, which it were, which it was. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, it weren't just the Mandalorians, it was the New Republic, obviously the town, Navarro, and everything, like, it's kind of what Star Wars, it's like a perfect Star Wars episode, in my opinion. Not saying it's like, it's not saying it's like the, the best episode I've ever seen in my life. It's a very good episode, but if it's almost like people comparing like Andor as like a Star Wars show, whereas this episode I felt felt was a Star Wars episode. Yeah. Not just the Mandalorian. Yeah, you know, it didn't just have one point to focus on. It had multiple points. Um, you know. That whole, for me, I really liked that tiny, you know, that little scene where the rebel sort of base was, or the, you know, and or the New Republic fighter base. I just thought that was quite cool, something a little bit different. Um, it was nice seeing the original X-Wings uh, back, the original Y-Wings again. Um, now, just in case any of you sequel trilogy guys are listening, I'm sorry to say this, but the OG X-Wings are better than the new X-Wings. 100%. They look so much better. Sorry if that's offended you, but that's me. <laughs> Everyone's entitled to their opinions, isn't they? So, they can... But, um, I just... It was just, it was just good to see every, everything. Like even, um, even, even just seeing like, the Mandalorians actually, even like Vizsler, he's actually had a change of heart. Mm-hmm. Like you know, he shows that he's actually not a bad, not a bad guy. No, he's a, uh, he's, he's, he listens. <laughs> he listens to. Uh to Mando and they seem to have sort of come together which is quite nice to see um, now in case even just in case he thought I was ignoring him Rue, thank you for the appreciation with the haircut yes I have had a new haircut <laughs> thank you um, but yeah um, did you notice the couple of cameos in the uh, at the bar I noticed one. Okay, there was uh, um, the man, the goat. I know, I know there was two. Well, there was technically three, but yeah. then there was two that I know of. So it was the goat himself, Dave Filoni, with his iconic hat. <laughs> he was there. Uh, Deborah Chow was there. And Deborah Chow was there. Need- yeah, Deborah Chow was there. She was, um, she was um, one of the three talking with Filoni because there was Filoni, Deborah Chow, and there was Greg, um, and he was a he was he was a guy who uh, 
was one of the ex like had an X Wing pilot cameo and he was like a one of the directors from an episode and that. So it was nice to see those three just chilling. <laughs> I'm 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 going to I'm literally on my phone now. I'm going to that bar scene so I can see it. If I didn't see this, but um, yeah, yeah, it's at the end yeah, of the bar because you got Fil- you got Filoni with the hat, Deborah Chow and Greg in between them. So that was quite cool to see. Was that was that? I'm looking. I'm looking. And um, the biggest one, like um, Seb. I did not see that coming at all. I just love the love the way they just threw it in there like nothing. Like this is Seb. <laughs> they didn't even have to say his name. You knew from the voice, you knew from the look, you knew from the species, and you just were like, "That's Seb." <laughs> What's so the Seb thing doing is there? like people. Thing is, they can't lick. I think if you're gonna come, you can't. Obviously, we know people complain about the Grand Inquisitor, the way he looked and everything, but the way they've done Seb, as if I did not notice that. I did not notice Deborah Chow and Filoni there. <laughs> I think I was too, I think I was, I think I was too amazed to see Seb on the on live action, <laughs> but they they did they did it like all the stuff they did for Seb that they've done it well. It was perfect, in my opinion. I'm sure, I'm sure someone's got something to moan about, but I mean, I don't know how oh, you too, can have it's too, a it's too purple or something. <laughs> like, to be honest, you that know. has got to be for me. That is literally one of the best animation to live action cameos and like transitions is that I've seen in Star Wars. That was incredible. Like, if that is how they they've made Zeb look, like, just get us the Ahsoka show now and let's get Zeb back in it, please. Yeah, that, but that kind of basically confirms Zeb's going to be in the Ahsoka show, kind pretty much, because they wouldn't just cameo like that and go, oh yeah, by the way, he's not in the Ahsoka show. <laughs> if the rest of the, of the the ghost crew's there, you know what I mean? So yeah. Um, something interesting though, there was him and another pilot in um, blue uh, blue X-wing pilot suits. So looks like the only good thing <laughs> the New Republic have done is brought back Blue Squadron, <laughs> and Zeb seems to be a part of it. Yeah, I mean. It, you know, it's just when them things are like all this, all this stuff is like it. It does feel like it's building to the obviously the Ahsoka show, but it, we're kind of going to see when we kind of see how the New Republic f- f- fell. Yeah. Before the Force Awakens, which is interesting. I think what this show has done really good so far has just so has just shown how incompetent the New Republic was like we all thought it was yeah. like oh okay this is what it's gonna be it's gonna be good and it's like no it's actually rubbish <laughs> yeah but it's like the whole even like um i didn't definitely didn't expect to see seb no neither did but I. um yeah 
I think seeing seeing the Mandalorians fight again on Navarro for the right for different reasons this time kind of shows how far the Mandalorians have come for now. Isn't it funny though as well how the way they shoot something or show something in a trailer makes you completely rethink the scene. Like we saw them jumping into Navarro and shooting in the trailer and immediately we thought, oh, they're taking over, they're destroying Navarro. They the Mandos have sort of turned to the bad guys, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's very clever how they've done that. Yeah. I think they they know what that's the thing that's the reason why they've got people on this show to do what they do, because they know how to convince people otherwise. Yeah. So, but like seeing the Mandalorians fight, and you know, it's good to see that, that it's almost like they've done hide, they've done like hiding as such. They they want to be reborn as such. Yeah, uh, and I I like um, I quite like Captain um, oh, what's his name Tess Tessa Tess Tesso Captain. Oh, what's his name? Rural, rural, know it, but it's the um, the the main pilot, the guy who goes to um, to Coruscant to speak to the guys and be like, "We need to do something." Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, with these characters coming, like people like I, I don't know his name, but the the act that he was speaking to. Um, I can't take him seriously because I've seen him so much, so much comedy stuff. Carson Terra, there you go. Thank you, Ruru. What that? Oh. Um, but um, he's in obviously in the show Brooklyn Nine Nine, <laughs> and he, he, he's a cannibal. So I can't like, and he's joking around in prison. I just can't see take anything like that seriously when he's trying to be serious. I, I know what you mean. I I know him from like the grown up films. You know that's where, you know, I remember yeah, him quite that. well. And it's almost quite funny because it's almost like a bit of a play, isn't it? It's a bit like the um, the character by him playing this general in the New Republic. It's almost like it's a joke, isn't it? You know, it's like. This is the sort of people yeah. that the New Republic are hiring and doing <laughs> to putting their faith in. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's just funny, really, isn't it? But yeah, like, but um, I don't again. I forgot her, I forgot her name, but I, like she's got some big plan, didn't she? Um, the one that keeps the one that set the other guy up last week. Was it last week? Uh, week two weeks. Two weeks before. Because that was the, the yeah. Andor episode. <laughs> yeah, she um she got something big planned, and obviously we find out later on in the episode that um Moff Gideon obviously was not in that show, which he was supposed to go to trial with. Mm-hmm. So, which is very interesting, and I can't wait to see what story they do with that. Yep. Um, but this is what this is what we were we were thinking because obviously with the armorer, a lot of people don't trust the armorer. It's interesting. 
But um, I've got to give a shout out to my my new celebrity crush. Is um, she plays Boca Town. She's like my <laughs> celebrity crush at the minute. Everyone, Kate Sackoff. Mate, I'm I'm fully with you on that one. Uh, Kate Sackoff is incredible as Boca Town. <laughs> Like yeah, she she's she's the like a lot of people said she hate they hated Bogotan and then they've changed their tune after this series. But I've always liked her. I thought she was a good character. I did. I think I've said it before. I wasn't a fan. Animated Bogotan, live action. I'm a fan. I feel like her character's a lot quite different from who she was in the animated series, and it was like. Yeah, but something I did see, or that I've heard people say, and I've I'd like to see it. So you know how there was gun going to be a Rangers of the New Republic TV show. Yeah. Well, that all sort of got sort of halted, didn't it, because of Cara Dune, um, you know. You know, her the actor actress came out and said a couple of things that got her fired, and the whole sort of show has been put on hold. I think, but for me, I feel like if you did Rangers of the New Republic with Carson Teva and like say Zeb as like the main characters, I think you could have a really good show. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's an interesting, yeah, but like, like you said, it's, I think we won't find nothing out for sure until again they decide to go ahead with it. Yeah, um, how did you feel um, when the armorer told Bo to take a helmet off? <laughs> did you think it was, I was like thinking, a trick hmm, I was like, <laughs> or a test? I, I, um, I don't know because. I thought there was something dodgy about it, but um, I, I, yeah, I thought it, I thought it was some kind of she, she, she's got a plan. The armor, I think, she's up to something. But the thing is, I I think it's not the way people think she's going to be taking them. So obviously, the Mandalorians have always stuck by the armor, like she's. She's she's one who's really been stuck in the way of Mandalore. Uh, no helmet removed or anything. But when she mentioned the Mythosaur, she's I feel like she's got a plan to take Mandalore back, but not the way people think she's gonna take it. They want to take it back. Okay. But because obviously now now the twist at the end of the episode was um by a clap, by what they've done, their their scan, the Mandalorians took them off Gideon. Yeah. Is what they're speculating. And like, could the armor have something to do with that? Now, see, I saw a post. Um, I've got to give a actually, I've got to give a shout out to Chloe because she was the one who sent it to me. But it was uh, the Dark Troopers being made of Beskar. Okay. And that would possibly explain why there's traces of Beskar left. 
Because the New Republic don't know anything about these dark troopers. You know, the like, ones yeah. that we see at the end of Season 2. So, maybe, maybe it was those. Which is quite believable, I think. Maybe. But yeah, yeah. overall, the New Republic that... sucks. <laughs> they have, they're having a mare, and then... Um... Carson Tebber, he said it, didn't he? Once they'll realise it before it's too late that it's it's not working, as because I think some people think it's the the Empire's like upgraded version. Some people think it's like what the Republic did stand for back in the day, like in the prequel eras and stuff before the Jedi. But it's just not working out for them. They're having a mare of it. They are not having a very good time of it. Gotta be honest. <laughs> but I do think we're gonna see Moff Gideon at least next episode. We have to. Yeah. Um I definitely now that he's obviously been sort of not shown in person but shown that he's technically free. Um, you know, he's definitely gonna appear in the series at some point now. I just don't want him to be the main villain again. I've had, we've had it for like three seasons. Like, surely there's someone else. Yeah, maybe he's not been. Maybe he's not the bad guy now. Maybe, maybe he's changed. Maybe it's Thrawn, and Gideon's just a pawn. Yeah, a lot of people said about Thrawn. Well, with the uh, way I don't, that I don't know. with the things that we've been seeing in uh in Mando at the minute, that is clearly tying into Ahsoka. So, <laughs> what what would you rate this episode? And guys, if you're part, if you're re- if you've watched Mando, let us know what you rated it. I'm gonna give it a nine, I think. Nice choice. What about you? Is there any, anything particular why you've done it at a nine? Uh, one, Zeb. Because cause it was just so une- unexpected and just... Un- I didn't see it coming. Literally just hit me out of the park. Um, I've got to give a little shout out to Jonah. I saw his video earlier before we came on of him doing like a live reaction to that scene with Zeb. <laughs> and I thought it was just brilliant because he was just there like, <laughs> just like completely frozen in shock. And uh, yeah, so Zeb, um, the whole action sequence on Navarro, um, seeing the old X-Wing and Y-Wings again, um, the whole sort of story as well with the episode. Yeah, really good episode. Nine out of ten for me. What about you? I'd, I'd, I'd give it an eight, 8.9. Ooh. <laughs> I'm being very precise this episode, these, this season. <laughs> but, yeah, like, everything about it was just good, wasn't it? Like, you, you couldn't really fault it, like, Seeing Seb there as well, you know, like just they just threw it there like it was nothing. But it makes you wonder where, like, where the rest of the the crew bit this time. 
but also like the actual story of this episode just shows how far all the some parts of the galaxies come and like whether that obviously there's a reason why Navarro is not part of the High Republic because well if, if they believed then they would have joined it by now yep but, and uh, I, it's not something that I would want to be a part of really seeing with how it's run no, it's not <laughs> It's not my cup of tea at the minute. It's not enticing me. <laughs> um, now I think we need to talk about the bad batch. <sighs> yeah, right. Do you think this, before we do anything, do you think this is a better finale than the se- season one? 100%. 100%. I, I even know, you know, I, I found like season it. one ending shocking with how they destroyed Camino. Oh my god. Welcome, Emily. She's joined right in time for what Fanboy <laughs> said. Another heart. There we go. The oh, heartbreak story. She joined just in time. No. no. <sighs> but, um, like, again, you know how my feelings with cross areas, but. Even though Crosshair weren't in it for the whole end of the episode, it was a very good finale. I enjoyed it. My, um, my emotions, right, for this, what this, like, especially, like, the last episode, but, like, um, the, the one before as well, my whole emotions were just, like, there was no in-between. I was either, like, super ecstatic or super low. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, I actually watched like obviously the obviously the first episode was just the first part of the finale. Was, it was just um, them thinking about how they're gonna rescue Crossell, talk to Hemlock. Is it Hemlock? I'm sure yeah. it's Hemlock. Like he's a very good character, very interesting character. I'm I'm intrigued what they're doing with him. But like the actual finale itself was just it was just crazy. And before we talk about anything else, I called it before the Bad Back Season 2 come out. He called it. Cannot take this away from this man. This man called it. Uh, I thought it was going to be someone different. I said... I said the Bad Back perspective. I said Cody, but that was... was, But the Bad Back perspective, I said Hunter or Tech. I said Tech rings a bell. So... And, like, I kind of saw it before, like... You kind of had a feeling throughout the the way they they made his character and his character art go this season you kind of had the feeling that something bad was going to happen to tech and oh, well all you have to say is um, oh. uh, uh, r.i.p tech oh mate i'm, I'm still he, he would feeling be, it he'll be surely missed um now well, what they did in that for that what they what they did in that for that finale it, it, it kind of shows how finale should be done I think at the end of the day, um, obviously we'll talk about it in a bit more detail in a bit, but for me, someone had to die. Because yeah. it just they just had to, in my opinion. You know. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, oh dear. There she goes. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> um but yeah, in my opinion. Oh, oh, oh. Someone had to die. Um, 
because obviously it's now just like a heartbreaking moment for the team, for all the viewers, you know, sets up season three perfectly. Yeah, I just think like the bad backs need, obviously, I think I've said before, they needed to be damaged this season. And they need to think like obviously they're not soldiers anymore, which they they understood throughout the, throughout the season. But they've been getting too close to comfort, shall we say, in some of the missions. Yeah, and um, the, I think I think the saddest thing was um, when Tech said Plan Ninety Nine, oh. which is it is is technically classed as a sacrifice. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so yeah before we get on to like the finale in the episode bit I thought the whole idea of you know this little summit where uh, Tarkin and all the others were I thought it was a really cool way of doing it um, can I just say as well I as soon as I saw the like people at the table I was like that looks like Krennic <laughs> I was like, I'm sure that's Krennic. And then a little bit later in the episode, you hear Commander Krennic. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, oh. That was, I was, I was, yeah, I was like, oh, another, because I watched, because I watched Mando first. I was like, oh, look, we've got like another uh, Rogue One Rebels connection. Another one's popping up. All the characters are coming out today. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just crazy. Um, that see, this is the one Emily's just said. Obviously, we go to Farm Boys first. Obviously, he said we've seen the what was left of his goggles. No way, Tech survived that wreck. And then this went. I do, I do not agree with Emily. I'm sorry. There's no way Saul Guerrero <laughs> would have picked him up. He don't care about anyone apart from destroying the, the empire. Um, so that that that's my opinion anyway. I um I haven't made this person my troop of the week, but I did see a video. You know that um audio of you ruined everything, you stupid b. Uh, it was that sound with a picture of Saul Guerrero. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I didn't think about it like that, but yes. So, ah, oh, that, yeah, I'm not a fan of Saul Guerrero's anymore. <laughs> too fair, he's always been root, like, been always been like that, and he like, I didn't too. I didn't expect to see him in these episodes, but we did. Yeah. But um. Uh, was I, one I, of I, them. I, um. Uh, was one of them uh, uh, the guy from that we saw in Andor, Wolf, Wolf something like W U L F, Wolf something. I think it's Wolf something. He was in Andor. He was he was the admiral with um, uh, Skywalker in Clone Wars. You know what I mean? Oh no! Yeah, no, it's me on about. He he always he also done the like right. narration for the intro as well. War on yeah. Scipio. <laughs> I always I, it seems I I am no good with names. 
Uh, my my name. I, I recognise the character, and I'm like, I know his name. It's in my brain somewhere, but I just can't think of it. Wolf Yalaran. That's um, who I'm thinking of. Was he one of them? I think he. I thought he was one of them. But we'll have to find out. Um, the, and the like, the whole, the whole like. Obviously, we've had our opinions on the Bad Batch season two, but. It definitely has got better, and then like the finale, it's just like, it's just it just leaves you with so many questions. And like, I told you as well, dude, Sid is dodgy. <laughs> I right. and she and she screwed. I was you uh, defended her. I, well, I thought she would, but no, it was like so. I was watching it, and I was still absolutely like broken from watching this scene with Tech to then. Going, hang on a minute. That's AZ. I was like, why have they gone back to Sid? I was like, don't do it. And then the way she was acting all shifty, and then you see the Venator. I was like, she's done it. She's done it. As soon as I see, as soon as I see the Venator, I was like, there's no way anyone else would have ratted them out apart from Sid. No. And I was like. I knew it. I knew it. After after what they did to her, after what Tech, especially Tech, said, I'm sorry about goggles. After what Tech did to help her become debt free of that bloke, this is how they repay him. Nah. <laughs> I was like, this is why I never trust. This is why I never trusted Sid. I'm a good judge of character, and now I know why. <laughs> uh, hashtag boycott. Uh, Sid, <laughs> let's get that one going. Boycott Sid that whole time. But the thing I found funny about that scene though is when Rekka was like just running up at the at the at the, the Republic commandos. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I agree with fanboy there. I'd have gone. I'd have gone for Sid. Yep. No station. Do it. I would. I would have just said to him like, "I'm not shooting at you guys. I just want Sid." Give me one shot of Sid, and I'll, 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 I'll get arrested. I'll, you can take me anywhere as long as I get to shoot Sid. <laughs> like the fact that, like, she didn't even, the fact that, the fact that even Hunter didn't even say anything, she just looked at her like. So then, nah, I'm not trusting you again. So there was that, and then I was like, okay, so now I'm really annoyed at Sid. So I've just had the devastating blow from Tech. All of a sudden, there's now Sid doing this, and then to put the icing on the cake. The one that sort of sent me over the edge. Scorch coming out of nowhere and stunning Omega. I was like, no! Scorch, what are you doing? Savage. I was like, I Scorch, no! Don't do this! So, I was so annoyed. <laughs> it, it, it was just such a... It was, it was one of them sit finales. You're just thinking, like... Everything's happening at once, but you're all like, "This is like really like interesting. Like, what is going on? What's going to happen next? Like, you even get the thing like, like you're going to see like all the, some more clones coming up, come in, come and help fight and stuff. And the way, the doc Hemlock, he's such an awesome character. I think the the way they've dealt with his character is like you're thinking like what's he want like like what the fact there's no record on him is like he knows what he's he knows how to stay hidden mm-hmm. but... and it, even then it just shows like 
like the close calls they've all had, even though this episode, even though this one was basically a suicide mission, really, they're still they're just not recovered from it. Like Hunt, when have we seen Hunter in that shape at all? Really, not ever. You know, when you look at the when you look at the Bad Batch in that like final bit, you had. Uh, Hunter bandaged up. You had Wrecker with a neck brace on, basically. Like, this is the bad batch, like, hurting. <laughs> Not just, like, emotionally, but, like, physically as well. They were hurting. Yeah, like, I, I just think, like, going back to Tech's death as well, like, that was, like, such an iconic line to say. Yeah. <laughs> and it. It's just such a, like, you, uh, you you always sometimes feel like when someone's dying that way, they come out with something cheesy or something, you know what I mean? But this is like, it was just perfect in my opinion. I don't know what, why. What he did and then. And it was really weird, but if you watch it again and you listen to it when he says it, Deep Bradley Baker sounds very much like Crosshair. Than yeah, I noticed that, that actually. Moment, which was really odd. I picked up on it. I was like, that, he sounds more like Crosshair for some reason. <laughs> maybe maybe they did it intentionally to maybe... Um, maybe... Because I'm, I'm sure Crosshair has said that down the line. Or he said something very similar to it. Yeah. And no. then, like, wreck, like, just hearing Wrecker screaming as well, that's that, that hurt. Yeah. But then that whole ending as well. Now, right, <laughs> this is going to sound awful, right? But in that last episode with that doctor that Crosshair stunned and that was trying to be nice to him, right? <laughs> I, be- I genuinely saw it and said to myself, um, I was like, because of the accent of the, like Australian accent with this doctor, I was like, she sounds like an older Omega, and then she turns out to be an older Omega and a clone. I was like, what? No, what's going on? Yeah, like just like opens up everything, doesn't it? Like even he's like, it's funny how you trust the Kaminoan, but don't trust like. Um, don't trust me. And she's like, "Well, how do you know? I don't know you." And then she goes, "I'm, uh, I'm your sister." Like, what? Like, <laughs> we just dealt with death and like betrayal, and now we're just seeing a family long lost sister's <laughs> reunion. It's like an emotional roller coaster. That was like, and then even just... Jeremy Carl wouldn't have this uh, so much drama. And then it just leaves it there, and you're just like. What? <laughs> like Yeah, like like the master like like even season one didn't leave with it it didn't even read it left with a little bit of a cliffhanger, but not not like this. This is just like what's going on? Like it's almost like there's an, another episode waiting to come out. <laughs> yeah. It's like that wasn't the finale. That was like the penultimate, but it's like we know it's the finale. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, uh, yeah, I like I like I think even some of the episodes that were 
in this se- season, it was worth it knowing that this finale was like that. Yeah, 100%. But I, want, I just don't know what... I, I'm interested in Palpatine's plan because they made it very clear this is Palpatine's plan, what he wants. I think clearly by the looks of it, they're either going down two ways. Uh, enhanced super soldier clones or they're doing the early work for Palpatine's being sort of cloning himself. That's my opinion. Which one would you which one would you rather have though? I I would rather them go down uh super soldier clones because they're sort of going down the track of Palpatine cloning himself with Mandalorian with like the scientists and all the cloning stuff and all that so I feel like we've already got that going on in Mando so might as well focus on a different sort of top secret you know project like in the Bad Batch make it separate yeah so Um, what are you going to give it out of 10 before I rate it, um, I've seen um, something pop on my Twitter. Oh. Um, the character who plays Omega, mm-hmm. when she like is basically talking about the spoiler at the end of the finale. Apparently, she was genuinely, genuinely devastated. It felt like a bit of more of a prank than something. So, like, obviously, D. Bradley Bayer just knows what's happening with everything. Where she probably didn't even know anything about this until she read the like, or even read the script. Or even like did the voice acting for it. So like, if she's devastated, I think we all we all feel <laughs> like like her her voice acting could be the the gen the general reaction she gave was genuine. It weren't acting, which is obviously. But I just think that's interesting to to know what they think of stuff like this. Yeah, definitely. You know, um, rules put a good point. He says. Definitely related to Palpatine, maybe also Dark Troopers, because the first versions had human elements. What do you think about that? That that interests me. I'm all for that. Maybe we're going to see Palpatine interact with Omega in Season 3, if there's a Season 3, which is probably is a Season 3. I swear to God, if they don't but do maybe, a Season 3... Maybe. <laughs> Imagine they just cancel it like that. Like you've seen sh- a lot of Disney shows, but general shows just cancel stuff like that. Could you imagine the uproar? Oh, it'd be. God. Now I know we've said about me and you going to the Bad Batch panels, but I think there's going to be a lot of people being like, Where- "Where's tech? What is happening? Is- when season three? Where is everything going?" Uh, I'll just shout out, "He's dead! Get over it!" <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i mean like, someone someone did say someone did say something about like i don't know why hunter didn't show much emotion when tech died and it's like he obviously he's the leader of the group so he's not going to show that kind of emotion because it makes because even though they're still brothers and everything it'll make him I feel like he he's the kind of person that if he gets that that the emotional state that 
like Wrecker was and Echo and Omega, he may look weak as a weak leader. So he might do that stuff behind closed doors. Um, I think for next season, if they do one, um, I think they're going to do basically two stories. I think you're going to have a story uh, basically around Omega and Crosshair at this facility and them two becoming closer together and, you know, forming a bond. And then you're going to have see the other story, which is like the Bad Batch doing the stuff with Rex, uh, you know, how's uh, all the other clones. And then the sort of finale for season three is going to be these two stories sort of coming together. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I think definitely going to see more with um, Omega and Crosshair. Like, I just think it's a good way to um, to show how far Crosshair's come. And also, we're going to see um, how Omega's character will develop even more. But whispers about season three, I'm sure we'll get the confirmation at the panel next Monday. Or the Monday afterwards, shall I say, sorry. Yeah. That was it. They're, they're almost like gu- guaranteed season three, but they just need we just need confirmation so we can... I think as well, with them doing the panel that well. on the last day, kind of tells you something. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's almost like, oh, okay, so all of you guys are getting ready to go. You guys have had a great weekend, but oh, by the way, there's a season three Bad Bats coming. Yeah, thanks for coming. By the way, season three, check <laughs> out, keep an eye out of that. Yeah. Keep, keep your eyes open. Um, but yeah, no. So Just like, on. wait, just like... Go on, go on, son. Finale. I should say, just the way they threw Seb into Amanda, they'll just throw that at the end of the panel. <laughs> yeah, they'll like be walking off stage and then they'll be like, oh, by the way, I'm doing season three. <laughs> so, ah! hey, thank you. See you later. Bye. <laughs> just leave everyone like, what? No. <laughs> Tell us more. But, um, but the episode, I think I'd give it the finale, I'd give, give it a nine. I think there was not just like there was just so much emotion and like it was like an emotional roller coaster just sitting there. Everything like we're we're seeing death, we've seen fail, even failure, we've seen betrayal. All what's part of Star Wars anyway? We see betrayal, loved ones being lost, brothers dying. And stuff. I think it was it was a it was a perfect. It was a what's they perfect? It was a great way to leave season two. Apart from apart from the cliffhanger, anyway. So yeah, I'll give it a nine. What about you? I'm gonna give it a nine point five. Now, obviously, <laughs> obviously, when you get the negative emotions from it because of sadness and that, you mean you know it's not great. But then it's also you look at it the other way. It's also good because it's like the show has really affected you. The episode has affected you to the point where you are emotional about it, you know. So the whole fact of Sid's betrayal, tech, um, you know, seeing 
Scorch do that to Omega, like, you know, stun Omega at the end. It's like all of that, plus the action, the story, and everything, it just gets you so invested and so hyped about it that you're like, this is incredible. Like, like I said, we've seen we've seen a lot of Commando, Republic Commando, in this season. Sorry, um, I just think it's cool. I think just seeing not it's not just the regs and whatever you whatever you want us to, to name them, just clones, whatever. But we're seeing there's more to uh, we just see the introduction of the Empire as well, like how how their plan builds up. And like a lot, like there's a couple. There's a couple. I say overall, I've, I've loved season two. Obviously, there's a couple episodes, maybe two or three, that I'm thinking, well, was it was it really needed? I mean, but, yeah. For me, when you look at the filler episodes, at the time you're thinking, this is this is a waste. Why have you done this? You know, but I would happily accept those filler episodes just so I could experience the finale that they gave us. Yeah. Now now we know what is leading up to in season three now, like it's just gonna be so good. But um here it um, for anyone who doesn't know it, we have a Discord chat. We're gonna be more active on there as well eventually. So if you wanna get on it, it's there. And if you're not watching it now, you're watching it later. Also, we put the Discord link on the bio and everything as well. So, just a little thing to remind everyone from. Yep, go check it out. Come join the cord. <laughs> yeah, because we're going to talk about what you want us to discuss in future podcasts, or you've got any stuff. You got anyone who wants to be a guest? We got. We we'll get loads of stuff going. We we'll get loads of stuff going on there. Now I've come up with a. Uh... Very interesting thing for next week's episode. Possibly. Right? Let's hear it. I reckon we should do top five or top five saddest clone trooper sacrifices. And let's see where see where tech ranks okay. in this. Maybe we could do a video for it on our Discord, on our TikTok, on our Twitter. Uh, we'd love for you guys as well to let us know what you consider your top sad or you know your saddest moment as a clone sacrifice. Yeah, obviously, like Bill said, we'll get these stuff out on the socials. And yeah, um, we we'll even get we can even get Emily involved if we see her at the spoons when we see her at the spoons. <laughs> at the spoons. But shout out to Emily actually because she's done a boyfriend, an Obi Wan Kenobi cosplay from the Clone Wars. Don't know if you've seen it on her Instagram. She's 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 so talented and accepted. <laughs> if I did that, it would look like something from. It would be like a Stickman clone Kenobi cosplay. <laughs> but yeah. Like she's she, she's incredibly talented in that stuff. 
Yeah, I I mean I don't even know where to uh, to begin with mine to be honest. Um, but yeah, I, I think you know I it'll be interesting to see what her top five saddest moments are or saddest clone sacrifices. Maybe we'll do like a quick hot take yeah, like... video with her. <laughs> Spoons will just put her under pressure. Be like, boom. What is it? Tell us. <laughs> yeah, it's like like fanboy said. It's a lot. There's a lot to think about, really. Yeah, well, in seven seasons. Uh, I want to see what people consider a sad sacrifice. Now, I've I think I've got my number one already, but I'm like obviously I'm not going to give anything yeah, away. Yeah, don't but... give it away. We don't. I don't want to know. Um, also, what shall we but, do um, for next week's episode? When shall we do it? Did you want to maybe do it on the Wednesday, or shall we? It's up to you, because obviously on the Thursday, this sort of time we're going to be having spoons right now in London. <laughs> yeah, we'll probably we'll probably have to do it Wednesday or whenever. We'll we'll have a discussion and then we'll get it out on the weekend. What time are we doing it, and then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we might choose. might go live for a little bit. We might go a little bit, go live for a little bit on the Thursday. But, we'll but it won't be like a proper. Epi- it won't be like a proper episode because, yeah, we're all just going to be so excited for celebration. You know, we're doing it for me, Rory, you know, and uh, you know Emily and our partners to hang out and just have a nice meal. So. <laughs> but yeah, uh, before we go on to the croak of the week. I've got, again, this is, I've got, a, obviously I didn't do my quotes last week, but I've got a quote this week. Mm-hmm. Obviously it had to be from the, had to be from the bad backs. This may be an easy one to some people, but it may not be too. So the quote is, you want to know why they put me in charge? It's because I'm willing to do what needs to be done. It might not be the clones, it might not be the bad backs, it might be people from the episodes and anything. I'm going to say, there's there's two people in my mind that I can think of, but I'm going to have to go with Saw Gerrera. Fanboy, you got, you're going to join the, the trivia, because we all know how much you love the trivia. <laughs> Like, if I, I mean, if I didn't see this, like, I could see Saul Guerrero saying this. <laughs> so, so, in other words, it's not Saul Guerrero from the point no. of <laughs> No, but I'm just saying it. I could see him saying it. Okay, well, it, it sounds like that arrogant. Else. Um, boy got it right. Uh, see, that's where I got it, bro. I was thinking you were doing a quote from the latest episode. <laughs> no, I said I said from the bad batch. Didn't say season one or two. But well, yeah, I, like again, I, I would have got that. But I can see why you chose Sol Guerrero because it, it it is something it would not surprise me coming out of his mouth. <laughs> It's a very sore thing to say, isn't it? 
Definitely. Right. Do you want to do your trooper of the week first? Uh, yeah, mine, mine's like something you did last week. Uh, obviously, it's my um my new Star Wars crush. <laughs> Get old Kate, aka Bo Katan, like my new new wifey. Hopefully, Amber doesn't hear that. <laughs> but yeah, I think like, I even just give like she obviously because she's such a massive Star Wars fan as well, like. I think everyone puts her faith in her portraying bo well. And like, especially, I think she's Mandalorian, she's showing it, so she's my trooper of the week. I think that's a good, I think that's a good reason. Okay. Yeah. At the end of the day, we can give shout-outs to people who, uh, you know, um, so to actors as well, you know, because at the end of the day, you're the one who's done the role and has made us enjoy the episode, you know what I mean? So... Yeah, you know, like last week I went for Ahmed Best for coming back as Caelan Beck. You know, different class. You've gone for Katie's this time, and I cannot fault your decision <laughs> with with uh, <laughs> Yeah, I think sometimes we we need to let let whether they hear this or not, like, just let them know that we appreciate what they do for Star Wars. Yep. Um, so my trooper of the week, um, I don't think we've mentioned them before, but we might have. I don't think we have. But mine is goes by the name Beauty Art on TikTok. Um, and basically they do uh, tattoos. Um, I've just sent it to you, Rory, of the one that I've just saw, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, so basically, they That's come up that. with pretty cool different tattoo designs for different people, different characters, ships. And they've done one here, which is like a Last of Us inspired with Star Wars. So it's a Phase 2 okay. clone trooper helmet with like sort of mushrooms growing out of it. But then she's obviously painted it and coloured it, or they've painted it and coloured it, and it's a 501st helmet. So obviously quite, uh, you know, quite <laughs> in tune with what we, what the podcast is. But for me, yeah, some I've seen some of their other work, and it's very cool. I mean, I wouldn't ever get anything like that on me, like that big, but... Very clever, very cool. You can always get it. You can always get always get it to make it smaller, though. (laughs) True, true. But yeah, like again, something I can never do. (laughs) I'm I'm not talented enough for that one. But I have, I might be doing something creative. So. Uh, I don't know if you guys... I don't think I mentioned to you guys. I told Rory, but I don't know if I mentioned it. So I did... I want a pretty much... Basically, I won a competition with a colleague at work. Um, and we won some merch. Um, and so I ended up with a Black Series Trapper Wolf uh, X-Wing pilot helmet. So... 
instead of me just sort of having it on display, having it on a shelf, I've decided I might do a X-Wing pilot cosplay. So yeah, I'm gonna, I might be giving that a go. So I might end up being creative. So I'll have to keep you updated on if I end up ever doing it. <laughs> Lastminute.com. Yeah, but it will not be done for celebration. I have had so much stress with this thing already that I am not going to be uh, risking it for celebration. <laughs> But it's always good for the future, though, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I can take it to other cons. So. <laughs> was like, pilot costume? Do it. <laughs> I'm certainly thinking about it. I'm certainly thinking about it, Ruru. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm hoping to have a house that not... Well, in the near future, so once I get that, I get, I'll set the garage up and start doing some, get certain, some cosplay sorted out and everything. Um, now, I know I have Hopefully. to, I have That's to, the plan, anyway. <laughs> I have to ask this because I end up having to ask this every week. Are you, have you decided on meeting anyone at Celebration yet? We've got a week, I've, we've got a week. I've got. Yeah, I haven't got anyone booked up yet, but I have someone I'm probably gonna get. Can you reveal it for this? For, um, well, we I gotta wait. Or, <laughs> well, we gotta wait till like Wednesday. Okay, I, okay, I'll give you a hint. Okay. Um, I have already have his autograph. So, like my. My my Amber, shout out to Amber. She's come up with an idea. Eventually, my plan is obviously to get the autograph, get the picture, get them both framed, and put the autograph next to it, and above is the photo. And I just thought, I've got the photo, I've got the got the um the autograph, which I I never got to see him, but I did it on that one of them live Galaxy Con things. Oh, okay. Um, this is again, this is during COVID, so. Um, but yeah, I think I'm gonna go to see him. Um, I, w I was gonna see my new my new crush, but again, I know she does a lot of comic cons, even in the UK. True. And I think you you went you didn't see her, but you she was at a comic con we when you were at one time. Yeah, so my first one that I, I went to last year, the uh, London Comic Con in July. I didn't meet her, but I saw her there. Um, but she was she was a lot cheaper as well, wasn't she there? Yes, I believe so. She definitely wasn't like so. However I, much she is now, <laughs> uh, like, I, it sounds it sound, this is making me sound really tight. But <laughs> I just think I just think it's logical. Like, like I know some people do go to cons quite a lot, and. I can sacrifice these people just for a celebration. But I'm also twindling an idea as well of a certain certain like 
I can't. I don't want to reveal it actually. <laughs> this is exciting. If, this is if, what we've been waiting for. We want to know. So yeah, all I'm gonna say the one that I've already thinking about getting is I've got his autograph and I just want a picture with him. I see. I've got a name in my head already. I think I know who it is. But I might be wrong. Garnon. I reckon you're talking about uh, Palpatine. Yeah, I am. <laughs> like, I think, I think that's the one I'm probably looking forward to, probably to get. And then something else I'll probably decide last minute, probably next week. Well, the very dangerous thing for me is payday tomorrow. <laughs> so if there is someone else that I want, or, you know, probably going to get it tomorrow. Now, the thing is, I've already, I've, I, I, I've already paid 55 quid to see um, for a concert in September. Uh, okay. Um, so that's like money I could have done on celebration, but I've I've, I've never seen them seen the band live, so it's not busted, is it? But <laughs> of course it is. I love busted. <laughs> busted. Busted. My childhood. I saw them when I was a kid. <laughs> I can't wait to see them. Yeah, I'm just looking. I'm just gonna look at um, Ian, Ian McDermott's um, price. I, don't, I think it's reasonable. Nothing too drastic, anyway. <laughs> no, I think he's 135 about quid. Oh, has he gone up? I thought he was about 100. To be fair, that that's a lot cheaper than what he was. Because I think he was 150. No, it wasn't. It's cheaper that because than that, that, but... that's going to go up, mine, because that's going to be probably 140, 150 ish with extra add ons and that. Yeah, so that's the one I'm probably going to get. Um, how about? Um, yeah, that that's the one I'm looking looking into. Yeah, there's still a couple for me that I'm deciding, like. I really want to get a D. Bradley Baker autograph. Like, you know. Because I'm sure he's going to have a picture yeah. of Rex that he can sign. Now, I would love that personally. If I had a signed Rex photo to Will from D. Bradley Baker. Um, so there's him. I'm still thinking about Warwick Davis because of how cheap he is compared to like everyone else. Yeah. So this is my thing. It's literally like I'm going to have to budget because I'm going to want to spend on the merch and that. So it's like, what do I do? <laughs> it's like, I could even do Kate Sackoff for 110 quid plus add-ons, but... If I, 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 I can sacrifice her for another, for another she'll probably appear like later on another con in like September or November or something. So <laughs> Yeah. I reckon Hayden she... again Hayden again Hayden again I can I can I can sacrifice he'll he'll eventually turn, come back at some point. Um 
Ewan as well. He'll 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 appear again somewhat. Who knows when? But <laughs> I mean, for me, I just was like, I I don't I did not want to miss this opportunity to get a photo with those two guys because. I mean, D. Bradley Baker as well. Yeah, that's that is the price is enticing. Because that's the thing, he doesn't. I, I haven't time. seen him come to any over here though. So that's a little bit like that's one. Yeah. Like, mm, I think I might go for him. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I might, but I might do that, but do the Clone Wars like quadruple one yep, which that's... is not a bad offer for... because really for all, it's like I think obviously for the, for the, without the without the, uh, the add-ons mm. it's about 200 quid which is not bad for all it's in the, like actually on our own it's 180 quid yep so yeah especially if you're a big Clone Wars fan that's going to be the one you want to do Yeah, so that could be be something. So I've just looked on it. Um, obviously, just looking at the Ian McDermott one mm-hmm. with obviously the add-ons, and obviously I, I said about the emailing the the obviously the picture to my phone. Um, so I mean, admin fee ten pounds so is hundred and fifty-six twenty. Which is it's all right. It's not bad. And then I'll, I'll look at the add-ons for the Clone Wars one quickly. <laughs> so this is, this is all. Uh, where is it? Is it that one? The trio is hundred and fifty-nine quid. So even if you didn't want a certain, uh, even if you didn't want D. Bradley Baker, but I thought if you're gonna do it, you're gonna might you might as well do D. Bradley Baker one. Well, yeah, of course, because you know he's just as big a part in the Clone Wars as um, you know <laughs> as, as the others, really. So, um, with obviously, if I put if I purchase both of them now, Ian, Ian McDermott and the Clone Wars one, three hundred eighty. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's too bad. It's like, not too bad, but then it's still a lot, but... isn't it? You know. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, like again, this is stuff I need to speak to Amber about because I'm sure she might want a photo with an Ewok. I don't know. <laughs> do you reckon they're going to announce? Look. Do you reckon they're going to announce any more, or do you reckon this is it now? Considering it's like a week away. Um, I think that's it. I mean, they could surprise us, but who knows? But yeah, who knows with Star Wars? Exactly. So yeah, sorry, this last little bit has been a bit of a ramble, guys. But you know, we like a bit of a chilled, chilled vibe on this, especially after everything we've just been talking about. <laughs> yeah, we need to relax a little bit. <laughs> um, but, but... Yeah, guys. Obviously, you'll see lo- you'll see loads of videos from us during the weekend next week. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're going to meet up with some people who've been on the show, or friends. So we'll make sure they they say hello to us. If they don't, well, we have to have some words with them. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
But um, yeah, no, guys, we'll keep you updated as well if we do next week's episode, like on the Wednesday or something. Um, you know, and yeah, have a little think about what I said. Top five saddest clone sacrifices. So yeah. Yeah, I'll have a think for sure. That's that's for sure. Yeah, I will as well. I'm gonna have to like go back and be like, hmm, okay. But as always, guys, thanks for listening. Um, appreciate it. We'll we'll see you next week, and may the force be with you. And yeah, from me, guys, for the Republic. <laughs>